beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. So today is the first Sunday of Advent, or as many of us like to think of it, the countdown to Christmas. Actually, Advent is our time of preparation for the coming of Christ. And it is interesting that in Mark's Gospel today, this first Sunday of Advent, there is no mention of the birth of Jesus. There isn't even anything about John the Baptist. In our Gospel for this first Sunday of Advent, according to Mark, we can forget about the stable and the star and the shepherds who were watching their flock by night. When Mark looks into the sky, he sees a cosmic fireworks show with a darkened sun, a dim moon, and stars falling from the sky like sparks from a sparkler. And there in the center of the smoke and clouds, he sees the Son of Man coming with great power and glory. You see, Mark isn't looking back at what happened on that dark night in Bethlehem, but rather Mark is looking ahead to that glorious day when Christ shall come again. This season of Advent is confusing for us because we want it to be about the coming of the Christ child, about the babe of Bethlehem. We want it to be about carols and tinsel and a pregnant Mary riding on Joseph's donkey to Bethlehem for the census. Remembering is sentimental for us. But we know that it is much more than that. Advent is about a pregnant church waiting in expectation for the second coming when all things will come to completion. And our lessons for today take us to the labor and delivery room of the universe. And Mark is urging us to be watchful. Paul is urging us to be patient. And yet waiting is hard for us. None of us like to wait. You know what makes my blood pressure go up the most? Is standing in line at Walmart where there are six people in line, now six feet apart, and only one checkout lane is open. And right next to that is standing in line at the Auburn Post Office. Most of us think of waiting as something that is passive, that it is a hopeless state determined by events that are out of our hands, like sitting at a red light or being stuck in a slow checkout line. That is frustrating. And some waiting is passive, but there is also an active waiting as well. A girl who is standing on the street corner waiting on a bus, a bus that is running late, that is passive waiting. But that same girl standing on the street corner waiting on the Christmas parade to come around the corner is a different kind of waiting. It is full of expectation, full of active waiting, of waiting on tiptoe to see what is about to come. There is a difference between a passive waiting and active waiting. The psalmist once cried, I wait for the Lord, my soul waits for the Lord, more than watchman for the morning, more than watchman for the morning. As we wait for the coming of the Lord, as we wait for the second coming of Christ, 
It should be an active waiting, an expectation that the Lord will come. And there is a yearning for the footsteps of our Master who is approaching. This makes waiting an activity that helps us to be ready. I looked up the word that Mark uses for beware or keep alert or stay awake in our gospel today. And in the Greek, it is gregarete. And it means to stay awake or to stay conscious, to be alert. And I don't think Jesus was using this word as a warning for us, as a warning to us, as much as it is his plea. His plea for us. Please don't go to sleep on me. Watch for me. Be ready. He uses this word only one other place in Mark's gospel, and that is in the Garden of Gethsemane when he is begging Peter and James and John to stay awake and to pray with him on that night of his arrest. So now he is pleading with us, Gregorete, stay awake, stay alert. Please don't go to sleep on me. It's not a warning as much as it is a plea for us to be awake and ready. And that is our Advent theme, to be ready. Have you ever been forgotten? Has anybody ever forgotten you in some way? Has your plane arrived at the airport and you come through the gates and you see other travelers being greeted by their loved ones who were anxiously crowded there at the gate and yet your family's not there? And so you go to the baggage claim, hoping to see them there, running down the hallway to greet you, and yet there are no familiar faces. Have you ever been forgotten? One of my biggest regrets of parenthood was forgetting to pick up our sweet daughter Elizabeth from her seventh grade dance at the junior high gym. She finally called the house, and I rushed over to get her, and there she stood by herself with the principal, who wasn't very happy with me either. And I felt horrible about forgetting. And I still do to this day. Jesus is making that plea for us to not forget him. When he returns, he wants us anxiously awaiting, ready, awake, actively waiting for his return when all things will come to completion in his creation. So how will we wait this Advent? With our Advent wreaths, hopefully lighting a candle at home each night? Maybe we could take on a special devotion reading or a scripture reading. Or maybe there's a special activity that we could do for those who are waiting with us. Something we could do for our friends or a neighbor or someone in your family. How can we wait actively this Advent season? My favorite Advent word is hark. Hark. It's not a word we use that often anymore, except maybe at Advent or Christmas. We sing hark, the herald angels sing. Hark is one of those words that is hard to define, and yet we all kind of know what it means. I remember seeing a cartoon with a droopy-faced lady saying to her husband, Egad, 
Christmas is almost here. And you can see the panic in her face as she realizes she probably has a million things to do before Christmas arrives. And we all know that feeling that we can get ourselves into this Advent season. But what would happen if we replaced that word egad with the word hark? What if we found a way to use that word hark throughout this Advent season? Hark, Christ is coming. It gives us a whole new attitude about this season, an attitude of expectation, an attitude of joyful anticipation. Shouldn't that be our attitude as we prepare for the coming of the Christ? Hark, Christ is coming. I think that will wake us up and help us to actively wait in this season which we celebrate and hope for the coming of Christ into our lives. Don't let the master catch you snoozing when he comes. And what I say to you, I say to all, hark, gregorate, beware, keep alert, stay awake, be ready.